So this week's reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. And I'm just going to read it to you out of the message version. And it says this. As Jesus was leaving Jericho, trailed by his disciples and a parade of people, a blind beggar by the name of Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting alongside the road. When he heard that Jesus the Nazarene was passing by, he began to cry out, Son of David, Jesus, mercy, have mercy on me. Many tried to hush him up, but he yelled all the louder, Son of David, mercy, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped in his tracks. Call him over. They called him. It's your lucky day. Get up. He's calling you to come. Throwing off his coat, he was on his feet at once and came to Jesus. Jesus said, what can I do for you? The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. On your way, said Jesus, your faith has saved and healed you. And in that very instant, he recovered his sight and followed Jesus down the road. So Jesus poses a question to a blind man. What can I do for you? Now, just prior to this, in a passage that I haven't read, but um, it's literally almost essentially the story directly before this encounter, uh, Jesus poses exactly the same question to his disciples, James and John. But their answer is somewhat different. Their response was to ask Jesus if he would grant them the honour of sitting on his right and his left-hand side. And so a few days later, Jesus is... Uh, confronted with the shouts of Bartimaeus, a blind beggar on the side of the road, and he says to him the same question that he's posed to James and John, what can I do for you? And he replies, Rabbi, I want to see. And so there's kind of two contrasting stories there. The, The brothers James and John, they want power, they want authority, they want to be considered greater uh, than all the other disciples. Bartimaeus just wants to see. And so I kind of see this contrast almost as though it's sort of a comment on the world. We live in a world in which uh, I think the ambition of James and John is rewarded. The ambition of people like James and John is prioritised and respected and it's it's often prayed for. Uh, And we live in a world in which the hopes of the blind are frequently ignored and marginalised and discriminated against. And so Jesus' response to James and John is that awarding places of honour is not his business, it's not his role. Whereas Jesus' response to Bartimaeus is to cause him to see and to grant his request. And so here I think we see uh, in stark contrast to the way that the world works, Jesus enacting the last and the first. Um, those that might reasonably have thought themselves uh, first, Jesus' disciples, are told that they are last, are told that they are to serve rather than to be served. And once again, Jesus is essentially interested in the vulnerable. He's interested in the excluded, and he shows very little interest in those who essentially wish to exalt themselves. It would kind of seem obvious the answer uh, to the question that Jesus poses to Bartimaeus, what can I do for you, is I want to see. But I wonder about that. Is it the obvious answer? Because I think, too, in that scenario and those two contrasting stories, um, what you don't see, you don't have to take responsibility for. And so James and John are kind of blind as well. James and John are blind to the fact that what they were asking was essentially the antithesis of the good news for the poor. Uh, The rich and the powerful often 
can't see. They often can't see or, or choose not to see that, that trickle-down economics is purely a means of maintaining class structures and, and purely a means of kind of widening the gap between the rich and the poor, the haves and the have-nots. Uh, the institutional church doesn't seem to want to see that the exclusion of women uh, from leadership and decision-making has essentially uh, perpetuated abuse and domestic violence uh, throughout uh, particularly in recent history and what we're seeing in various royal commissions. And so I think blindness, at least blindness to what is going around us, often protects us uh, from harsh realities. There is kind of this cost as well as a promise to the new life that will open up for us if we really dare to see. You know, what can I do for you? I want to see. Well, do we really want our eyes to be opened? Uh, are we... Are we, am I, as persistent and brave as Bartimaeus? Are we willing to follow Jesus down the road to the cross? Are we willing to see uh, the structures of inequality and injustice that are, that are in and around our lives? And am I willing to kind of do something about them even when they challenge my own comfort and my own privilege? And so I was wondering, as I was reading through this, you know, do my own prayers and do my own petitions of Jesus uh, reflect the ambition of the disciples or do they reflect the desperate cries of the excluded? And so what we see around us is that uh, emancipation really has yet to reach all of our community. Uh, the powerful often remain blind and the marginalised still remain ignored. And there's a similar story in Mark uh, just a few chapters later uh, of a Syrophoenician woman um, who is healed. And so like Bartimaeus, she was marginalised. Like him, uh, she persisted anyway. Um, both requests were granted by Jesus. However, it's kind of interesting to me that this woman, as women often do in Scripture, remains anonymous in the text and remains anonymous in our history and our churches. She's, she's not lauded by the Gospel authors. She's not celebrated by the church fathers. Uh, even contemporary theologians don't necessarily note her as a model disciple, and she's not even named. And so I think that sort of the evidence of our continued blindness almost sort of remains before us. It, it sort of exemplifies to me this um, dire need of the revisioning of our Christian faith so that uh, both our vision and our practice will always be liberating and will always really ultimately seek the well-being of all. So my prayer is that we would dare to cry out, that we would dare to cry out in our prayers and our reflections, I want to see and genuinely understand what that might mean and that in seeing that we would acknowledge our own blind spots, that we would acknowledge our prejudices, our bias, and that we would seek to bring change. That's my prayer. Amen.